In every podcast, we invite our sector experts to give us an insight into the business impact of the pandemic and the lockdown. Everyone on the street is awaiting for the true picture to unravel post the deadline of moratorium on August 31st. With me today is Nidhish Jain, the analyst with whom to share some of his insights from his latest report, SSPs and NDFPs, COVID Credit Cost Schemes Manageable. Welcome, Nidhish. Thanks, Sapna. Thanks, Sapna, for hosting me. I read your uh, latest report. Uh, completely surprised me and I hope so, because you've mentioned COVID stress is manageable in your report. And that's very contrary to the general expectation. Uh, were some right measures taken that this has happened? Yeah, so this is a very interesting question, Sapna. Uh, we were also quite surprised uh, with our findings. Uh, so when COVID started, we didn't have any clarity on how the credit cost for companies will pan out. Uh, it was a very unprecedented event. We have we had not seen anything like COVID in the past, and hence how the borrowers will behave, how long they will they will take uh, to come back to normalcy. We didn't have any clarity, but now we are almost uh, five months into COVID, and uh, uh, NBFCs have shared a lot of data. Uh, how their customers are behaving, how much customers are paying uh, uh, already, and the data points that we are getting from NBFCs as well as from uh, uh, various indicators in economy. Uh, my sense is that we have already reached uh, 80% of pre-COVID levels in terms of economic activity. So whether you see uh, toll road collection, uh, housing loan disbursement uh, in the month of June, July, uh, we see that we have already reached uh, almost 80% of pre-COVID levels. Uh, uh, some segments may be doing much better, like uh, uh, agriculture or rural uh, rural economy, and some segment segments may be lagging, like hospitality. But on an average, uh, we are already reaching close to eighty percent of pre-COVID level in terms of economic activity. Secondly, I strongly believe that uh, NBFCs have very strong collection uh, infrastructure. Uh, the key strength for NBFCs historically has been collections. Uh, secondly, uh, though to an outsider, uh, NBFCs customers look very vulnerable. Uh, they are operating in lower income segments uh, uh, and those are their customer segment. But uh, uh, again and again, we have seen that these customers are very resilient, though they earn lower uh, incomes, but they are very quick to adapt to the changes. And uh, those customers will have to come out of their homes and start earning their livings. Uh, without that, those customers can't sustain. So that we have seen in various natural calamities in the past that we have seen during demonetization. Uh, so these beliefs, coupled with the data points which NBFCs have shared with us uh, in terms of collection uh, experience till the month of July, uh, gives us confidence that uh, NBFCs will be able to contain their credit cost lower than the operating profits of these companies. And hence, uh, they will still remain uh, reasonably profitable for FY21, and which is a very, uh, very uh, surprising to hear. Uh, today, because uh, the uh, the popular perception is that NBFCs will make uh, losses uh, in this financial year, so that that that's the uh, that's uh, the uh, conclusion that we are drawing from this uh, analysis in the report. That's interesting. So you did mention something about you know the operating cost. Uh, so I just wanted to understand, and in in fact, you made this as a very specific point in your report. You said you saw. Varying, varying conduct on uh, operating costs. 
So can you explain briefly what this means to the industry as a whole? Yeah, so uh, what we have seen is that uh, companies have looked at the operating cost, uh, especially for quarter one, very differently. Uh, what we believe is that uh, uh, adversity reveals true character of a company uh, or individual. Uh, and uh, during these uh, uncertain times, how the management team and how the company reacts to that, uh, that clearly reveals uh, how uh, the company will shape out, shape up in over longer term. Uh, we have seen some NBFCs uh, uh, cutting down salaries of employees. Uh, uh, they have not paid incentives to their employees. Uh, on the other hand, we have seen some players honoring the uh, complete salary and even, in fact, paying them variable incentives, despite they were not supposed to pay those incentives because employees have not done anything in Q1. Uh, despite that, uh, some of the players have paid uh, the full incentives, uh, not bothering about the operating cost of Q1. Uh, so uh, we believe these actual actions are very, very critical to evaluate long-term uh, approach of the management, whether the company is focusing on short-term profitability or they are building an organization which will last for longer term. Uh, and uh, these varying uh, uh, conduct towards employees is also visible the way the companies have treated their customers. So some of the companies have uh, handholded their customers during these uh, uncertain times. They have not forced those customers for uh, EMI payments. Uh, they were very uh, supportive of these customers. While on the other hand, some companies have pressurized their customers to pay back uh, their installments. Uh, they have, there are instances of abusing their customer, harassing these custo those customers, even during the lockdown phase. Uh, so I think that, that gives a lot of uh, uh, insights into how the company uh, think about their employees, how the company think about their customers. And those are the two large, two very important stakeholders uh, for the long-term value cre creation of a company. What are the other fundamental changes in the NBFC sectors? You know, I'm sure this COVID has taught us, and you said that you know, adversaries actually shows the true character of a person or a company. So, how are NBFCs? Are you seeing building resilience for the future for a? Yeah. So, uh, what I can see is that there was already a very huge uh, stress toward digitization and uh, online transaction and uh, trying to eliminate uh, the need for physical uh, uh, physical transaction. Uh, and I believe post-COVID, that uh, trend is likely to accelerate. Uh, so uh, if you look look at NBFCs, largely they are very high-touch model. In microfinance, a company meets its customer physically almost 52 times a year. So once a week, the, uh, the employee of a company goes and meets the customer physically and collects the money. Uh, COVID is forcing all these models to become more digital uh, and convert the physical touch into more of a digital touch. So how can we eliminate the need to meet customer on a weekly basis uh, and get the payment digitally? And probably we will reduce uh, uh, we will reduce that meeting frequency from once a week to probably once in a month. So all those things are being evaluated. I uh, very strongly believe that uh, uh, we will move uh, towards a more digital model uh, how how much uh, that uh, uh, is sustainable, we need to see. Uh, so if we recollect during demonetization, uh, we were thinking that uh, we will completely move towards uh, cashless economy. All the transaction will happen in, in uh, digital mode. 
but again uh, six months down the line again we were back to the pre demonetization level in terms of cash usage in fact the cash usage increased materially uh, six months nine months down the line in terms of demonetization after demonetization so we need to see how those trends pan out uh, uh, once we reach a normalcy after covid but uh, definitely all the nbfcs are focusing and thinking how can they eliminate physical process to a digital process and where uh, in which areas they can do that uh, second uh, uh, area that uh, uh, again lot of these financial companies are evaluating is uh, this uh, trend towards work work from home and whether the real estate that they have acquired or they are paying rent on whether that real estate is required or not and if they can save uh, their cost on 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 uh, migrating their employees towards work from home culture so that is the second trend that i am uh, uh, looking uh, both these trends in combination will mean that the operating cost for nbfcs and not just for nbfc i think for most of the financial institutions in india will reduce going forward uh, the degree of reduction is not clear right now but i think uh, one should it, it's quite reasonable to expect that the uh, operating cost of uh, these companies is likely to reduce the second change that i see is uh, is in terms of risk risk aversion i see most of the uh, large corporates uh, publicly coming out in media and saying that we want to be, become debt free in two years time or in three years time uh, so that clearly signals the risk aversion that is coming in that is also true for nbfcs nbfcs are raising capital some of them have already raised a large amount of capital in last two months uh they have corrected uh, uh their balance sheet in terms of having very conservative uh, asset liability management now versus two years back and i think this conservatism will sustain for some time uh at least uh, over the medium term i think this conservative conservatism in the way they are conducting their business is likely to sustain the final question i wanted to ask you is that nbfcs have been under pressure post ilfs uh, crisis in september 18 which has been exacerbated by the covid crisis what is the long term story for nbfcs i have been looking at nbfcs for almost 10 years and uh, what i uh, have been saying multiple times that uh, it seems like nbfcs have nine lives it's like cats that uh, they uh, every two once in two year we uh, we believe that they will die and uh, in media and in uh, analyst reports there is obituary written on nbfcs but they just refuse to die they come again come back very strongly uh, and again uh, uh, that cycle plays out uh, however uh, uh, they are very very strong on the asset side of balance sheet they have very strong collection infrastructure uh, their customer segments are different from banks uh, to that extent they are operating in segments which are more riskier but they mitigate that risk by having a very strong collection infrastructure so also on the asset side they are very strong but on the liability side uh, of balance sheet they are definitely weak and i believe nbfcs will have to diversify their liability side uh, to to make the business model more more resilient with the these cycles which are likely to play out every uh, every 3 years they today they most of the nbfcs are largely relying on bank loans uh, they will have to uh, increase their funding sources outside of bank loans Uh, if i look at outside india uh, most of the nbfcs have diversified away from bank loans towards a securitization uh, market and that uh, transition has not happened in india primarily because securitization market is uh, very is not very well developed in india but i see that trend playing out uh, government and uh, the regulator is very supportive 
uh, of uh, uh, securitization market and they are taking steps to develop that market uh so that is the key uh, i think to a key for this model to become much stronger than what it is today uh, where they will be able to get uh, more reliance on securitization market rather than just uh, banks and mutual funds on the liability side i see the nbfcs who remain conservative especially on their balance sheet management uh, the companies who remain well capitalized liquid and have disciplined approach towards alm uh, those companies will thrive through these cycles while the companies who remain aggressive in terms of uh, their balance sheet management will we see some uh, mortality in nbfc sector uh, in the sector so that process will continue but the companies who remain conservative on their balance sheet management will thrive across cycles so you know thanks nitesh uh, that was a very interesting thing that the nbfcs have nine lives and clearly they seem to be holding strong against the covid crisis with the various measures that they seem to have put in uh, strong collection mechanisms or you know digitization and i'm and i'm surprised you know they are even looking at the work from home culture that you uh, mentioned here uh, so on that note uh, we hope to catch up with you in the next quarter with another update uh, stay safe stay home 